The following is a public service announcement. Hey everybody, this is the Horror PSA presented by Scary Nerd, and we're your hosts, Paul, Saul, and Angie. All right, we're talking about Train to Busan today. Um, If you haven't seen the movie, spoilers, spoiler alert, this is your last chance, so let's get right into it, I guess. So I really like the movie. There were some aspects that I thought were kind of cliche, maybe kind of cheesy, especially like the the score. I think sometimes it was kind of over the top in certain scenes, but we'll get to that later. So uh, what did you guys think? I liked it. I agree with your point. It had a lot of the cliche moments, especially with this like survival horror zombie movie. But overall, with what it was, I really, really did like it. How could you not like it? It's a it's a zombie movie that has everything. It has disappointing fathers. It has zombie deers. It has government lies. It's got K action stars, the Korean action stars, and train crashes. This this, this is a zombie movie that has literally everything. I did not know about the. I did. <laughs> I didn't really care for like in the beginning of the movie you go in and the guy's driving the truck and he's like oh another like foot and mouth disease you're gonna kill all the cattle or whatever and it's like you go up to the quarantine zone it's like you're in this truck and it's just like this little mist that you drive through and the one guy comes up with a pressure washer and just sprays off a little bit of the front yeah, and he's generic like, quarantine zone yeah, it's like it's <laughs> like okay it's either we don't know how big the outbreak is or how bad it's gonna get or it's just kind of like all right well you're good they clean were enough. At, they were asking for something to happen with just the little wand down with whatever was in that spray well in any zombie film the quarantine really is never great. I mean, we can all agree on that, right? The well, quarantine I, yeah. procedures yeah. in in zombie movies are never great, or there would be no zombie movie. Like, look at Resident <laughs> Evil. You have the virus in a glass container. Yes, a glass container and an underground bunker that is surprisingly e- easy to get out of. Yeah. Like, they had these big doors that essentially did nothing. Yeah. Because they well, could just yeah, be open. It's, it's, the, it's the cliche, like, you know, we've got... Hundreds of millions of dollars in this lab, but then the worst security. The, the worst security. And the... water. Water will just combat this when yes. we spray down your truck. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. We've got some water. We're good to go. But, but I thought that the opening with the, the contagion thing was really great. The deer even, like how. That was a different take. Because yeah. I, you do don't... Like, I do like the, the, the animal zombies. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's 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 been done in other things. You have like the zombievers and all those kind of weird C and D movies that are like horror. But I think this, you know, they did it in a way that's like okay, it's a little bit different. It's not as hokey and cheesy. You have that zombie deer, and it's like okay, this. I mean, maybe the sequel. I mean, who knows where that could go if they take it anywhere? Or maybe that's how the opera got out. Well, yeah, I, I would assume that it started with the animals and things. Yeah. And um, I think we need some backstory on a little bit more on the on the animals, <laughs> but well, I really thought that they did the whole epidemic thing well. They got into it. You you knew exactly what was going on. You knew yeah. there was some sort of epidemic going on. There was like a, a leak of something from that facility, and you see the deer, and they they really got into it quickly, and it's paced very well. You don't get bored in the first you know opening scenes. You get in, you understand what's going on, and then they get on the train. That's the one thing that I really liked about it is the pace is how you knew shit was going to hit the fan. Oh, yeah. there in the detention. There's so much tension in this film. It just really keeps you on the edge of your seat because you know that there's kind of danger around every corner. Yeah. No matter where they go, they kind of get attacked. I think the one thing I really did like about this one is it is a zombie movie. And it, and at first you look at it you're like, okay, zombies on a train. Like, this is going to be cheesy. It's going to be campy. Like, it just sounds like a... Similar to Snakes on a Plane. Yeah, it sounds like a cheesy <laughs> ripoff of Snakes on a Plane. We were throw zombies in a train. But I think they do it well, and I think they do it in a way that 
you feel what you would actually be feeling if this was happening. Like it, it's more real world application as far as like, this is what it would actually be like if I was on a train and the zombie outbreak happened, you're going to get little bits of information trickling through. You don't know what's going on. I mean, I think overall it's, it's done really well. Yeah. I, I think even just them explaining how everything's going on with the use of the TVs in the background or even when before they get to the train station, there's that fire in the building and they see stuff going on. Like, you know, there's something unsettling going on, but you don't know what it is because it still kind of looks like everything's under control. The city's still kind of safe. Like there's ambulances and fire trucks still going around. And The thing that got me with the unsettling part is when they were driving to the bus station. Yeah. Because you could see kind of the hints of it because you're obviously you're in a big city. Mm-hmm. And there's like nobody around, especially early in the morning like that. You would still see cities waking yeah. up, up and thriving. But the subtle nod that it's the calm before the giant storm that's about to yeah, hit. Yeah, I thought that they did the whole the calm before the storm thing and um, really well before they're on the train. And right when they get on the train, shit hits the fan right as the train is pulling from the station. So it kind of always shows how they're kind of outrunning the outbreak. Yeah, almost. they're like right on the edge yeah. of it. And just they're narrowly, I think they're kind of floating through it and they don't even realize it until they're fully on the train and everything's going and things are already starting to go bad on the train. And that's when they're like, okay, we've been slowly out pacing this thing the whole morning and now it's catching up to us yeah. yeah and it's like okay we're stuck here now so i i do love that burger king also made an appearance in this movie <laughs> as well. <laughs> burger king is just really amping up their uh product they, placement they've got something going on with in the Netflix. recent years <laughs> even in the korean film even that's the crazy thing i didn't know korea had i know they had burger king but it's weird when you actually see it there <laughs> yeah and see i thought that was when i was watching the movie you guys were talking about those kind of cheesy parts i was just like is this what the korean dramas are is that the kind of feel that they give and that's what kind of korean audiences we're expecting for those those you know tender moments between the father and the daughter yeah it, it was stuff. almost I mean, for us i think i don't know if it's because we're american or if it's because we've seen so many cliche things it, it kind of was over the top for me and it was like hallmarkish kind of movie a little bit it was like oh we, we get the backstory we get dad's divorced kid doesn't want to be there he works a lot i mean we get everything we've seen that story done before and it's not that it's done particularly bad in this it just i think it doesn't translate to American audiences the way that maybe, like you're saying, Korean audiences want to see that a little more or that's the kind of things they're yeah, it's, used to. It's more of a cinematic preference for Korean audiences versus American audiences. And I think that's more of what were those little um, like, was it a violin noise? Like It was almost like, yeah. a, like you know, in like um, Family Guy when it's like, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, yeah it has it has those definitely. What it felt like. But I was wondering, like, you know, is that a Korean style of you know movie is that a korean cinematic maybe that might be theme. just one of those things that's kind of lost on us and, yeah and i do have to say that in no matter where country you're in and you're traveling does there have to be the boiled egg ladies on the train yeah. like, <laughs> they have to be eating hard-boiled eggs like, and peeling it on the train right next to everybody i'm glad to know that's a universal thing and not just you know, rich American. assholes too rich business yeah, rich man, CEO assholes. assholes i named him in my notes hold on what did i name him See, that's the thing super dick other, super dick super dick was his nickname in my notes <laughs> super dick businessman and in any language kids singing is horrible yeah I don't care. kids yeah. kids you're adorable but you have high-pitched voices and it's just not fun for us the oh the creepy homeless man well that's another the horror creepy, cliche yes, that i the creepy homeless man see i what i I actually wrote in one of my notes that they took these cliches, these tropes, these horror tropes, and kind of updated them so effortlessly. Yeah. Like, 
they took that homeless man. He's a homeless man. You know the trope, but he's, you know, a 2016 homeless man. He's a, a 2016 disappointing father. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they took everything and so effortlessly, like, updated it without us even kind of thinking about it. Like, this is an updated version of old zombie flicks. I nicknamed him the goat man because he just kind of looked a little... Uh, like the homeless goat. man? He's yeah. a goat man? <laughs> long hair and then the goatee kind of thing. I was like, he's the goat man. And he was very... He had a very redemptive ending to his story. He had a weird story arc. Because you're, like, thinking, like, he's there and he's just muttering to himself they're all dead everybody's dead so yeah. you're like is it one of those things where like he knows something he's not telling everybody was was he involved somehow or is he just a crazy guy that escaped you know he managed to escape that other train station that yeah that's to. what it was that's what i assumed he was just a, a guy who escaped and was like everybody's dead they're all yeah. eating each other i'm just gonna stay here and that's the whole cliche <laughs> thing you got the old homeless man who's crazy that nobody's listening to but obviously he has a big plot point of the movie is hey Everybody's eating each other. So either way, he does know something that everybody else doesn't know. Yeah, because yeah, he saw the, what was going he on saw, at the train he's seen, station. He's seen yeah. some shit. There, you can tell that when he gets on there. But yeah, they had the the creepy old homeless man, the egg ladies with the terrible wig. That wig, right? The the curly haired oh one. I'm like, why did they put this wig on this lady? <laughs> It, apparently the... it aged her so much more and i was like it, i don't understand why would they put that terrible wig on her just let her have her natural hair i'm sure maybe she a... had no hair that's intense for the wig the, the budget went on being able to do all this stuff on trains <laughs> and close out because is it the one train station that you shoot from different angles because i kept seeing the I overhead so. shot and i was like all right that's the same place you just, i think so yeah you just I'm... added another building over here in post or something but hey that that's a big sprawling city for and we got a lot of action shots from that one city so oh, i named one of the zombies meal on wheels meal on wheels yeah because when uh when the chick dies in that first like middle area and then the stewardess goes and like checks on oh, her yeah. and then she walks out with the chick on her back that's meals oh. on wheels zombie <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i love how everyone's just like looking like what the hell is going on here like, know, nobody just, gets like, up and uh... does anything they don't realize that this chick is eating the other chick on the neck they're like what is going on and, the, and when the two guys the super dick and the other like male steward guy whatever you want to yeah. call them when they're in there like trying to figure out what's going on with the with the homeless goat man i love how the kid's just there like the little girl's just there and like he's muttering like, everyone's dead and they're just like all right well this kid's here we're That's just okay fine. with that no one's fine. like hey you yeah. should go back to your seat or like where's your parents <laughs> maybe this chick shouldn't be here for right now but no yeah it's one of those things like should this kid be watching this and they're just treating her like she's oh oh yeah she's kind of no here. and it's like the whole time when you had the other zombie going on her back and you're like why is it that the high school students are the only ones in this damn movie that's like, okay, crap, something's going on. Like, everyone else was kind of sitting there just looking at her. Like, like what yeah. are you doing? Might be something that normally happens with <laughs> chicks running around I each other. I don't know. And this scene, I really thought they were doing really well because it was segmented so well. They told so many different parts of the story so seamlessly into one section of the film like you had the the commotion going on with the the stewardess getting eaten as she's walking through the train you had the little girl trying to find the bathroom the dad waking up seeing that the little girl's not there all before shit really hits the fan but you see everything just kind of yeah it's just boom 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 but it all it all just goes so well together it's a really beautiful piece of storytelling it's really it it kept building the tension like over and over again because like you get to the point where they finally it starts to take over the train. Like you get to that other point where I, I called it the zombie cam where it got to that one guy and he kind of turns and was doing that kind of jerking motion. He's the one that I think is like the cover photo of the movie, the, the male steward, whatever one that yeah. gets. And then he starts going and they had like a weird like zombie cam. I call that was on him and kind of just moved and like jerked around while he was going. 
And then it even further builds attention when they're like, okay, we're going to miss the first stop because we don't know what's going on. So you're yeah. like, oh, crap, like something's really going. I think that's the first point in the movie where everyone's really like something is going on, like something is happening. We're just getting trickles of information. We're starting to see the news reports like the riots are going on. But even at first, I think one of the old ladies was like, you know, people riot for anything these days. So they were just kind of still just writing it off as like, you know, there's a little upheaval or whatever. Because I think, yeah, she even said like, you know, they would be uh, re-educated or something back in the old days if they did this (laughs) stuff. So, Well, that's the thing about it, though. The thing that I love that was hilarious is when they had the news report and how they said, trust your government. Oh, I know. The government lie lie machine was so. You're you're hearing a word that you don't really need to be hearing. Yeah. Yeah, It was literally like, stay calm. What? Okay. I wrote, stay Stay calm. Stay calm. Don't Google zombie and just stay in your own house. Yeah. What's going on? We're taking care of it. We have no reason to lie to you. Don't worry. Just don't don't Google zombie. You don't need to know what that means. I thought it was really bad for the main character that was like, he had to listen to his mom die on the phone. Oh my gosh, that but was I love like, that was another trope. I felt like that whole losing loved ones thing, but they did it in such a modern way that was so small that it, it, you know, it didn't take a lot of time. It got through it quickly, but you felt it. You felt all of that. You felt his mom go. Yeah, it did, but like I wanted to see the mom die. Like, what is she in? Like what is going on around her right now? Is she I know, out in the street? She? Like did she leave the she house? She must have been like out in the street. Like you know, she went to the market or something, and all of a sudden all hell broke loose. I mean, I painted this whole thing in my head on the phone because i was like she's she's on the street she's getting eaten right now <laughs> she went to go she's buy about to, to turn and yeah. all of a sudden yeah like all of a sudden she turns and she's like, on the phone like just hang up on this lady they like, were out of eggs and she couldn't make it's not your mom anymore hang up the phone that's where she was yeah and i i really liked the style of zombie because they were rabid and out of control but they weren't superhuman they weren't like they were running around and crazy and jerky, but they were still within human limitations. They you were know what brutal, I mean? though. I, yeah, they I were. They love, were very rabid. I lo- I do love the the violent and brutality of them, but at the same time, like you're saying, it wasn't like they were superhuman strength. Like, yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot of shots where they were fighting and kind of just holding their own against them, fighting one on one. And it was like, okay, these zombies are just real people. You but know, they're just they, mindless. Yeah, like, yeah. All they want to do they're is eat. like mindless, and they're not like you said. They're not superhuman strength. It's nothing. They're not turning into track stars. I mean, they were running, but I would imagine that you know the old lady zombies weren't going to be running marathons. Yeah, like the other ones. Well, been. like when they were running, um, when they were running to catch up with the train, like even the non-zombie people caught up with the train. So I was like, okay, <laughs> train's not going terribly fast to where humans can't catch up with it. You know what I mean? And they were still outrunning them at times. As long as they had a little head start and nobody was fallen, then, you know, they made it to where they needed to go because zombies were just, you know, reanimated actual human beings, which was a a nice um, breakaway from the kind of crazy zombies. One part that I really didn't like about the film is everybody gets off the damn train at that that stop i'm like why would you i that would just be my home now like if zombies are around outside and i know that the train is safe i'm not getting out at some weird or well, i think they set yeah. that up with them saying that the government people that were gonna there and help them yeah but when they pull up and there's nobody there I'm like, yeah mm-hmm. when you, when you <laughs> get there if you're expecting if you're expecting a military like safety net of they should be something there. and if you open that door you're like Mm-mm, yeah not getting yeah. out we're just if gonna anything, live on this train if anything you guys go open the other doors let all the zombies out here we'll all stay back on the train and we'll figure this shit out because there's no way i'm getting out here. Yeah. well i think that's the other thing that built attention though too is because you kept waiting for something like okay something good is gonna go turn for him 
Yeah, and that tension. Go, and then when they go down the escalator and the stairs, and all of a sudden you see all the military already zombified, and yeah. when they turn around, they're like, uh-oh. I love how some of these people, I love how the characters, they were smart. They made smart choices. They had practical ideas. Like that one guy was just like, nope, we're going over the side. You're going to take the stairs now. And then other people were just trying to run back up the escalator. I'm like, Stop over I do the love. Side. I do love that homeless goat man was like, "I'm going with you." Yep. I heard your phone right? call. I, I don't know, know who I'm you going. called, but At you least... guys have something planned, and I'm following you. I think that was the first indication that he was at least somewhat coherent. Because yeah. before then, all they kept doing was that they're all dead. You crazy homeless man. Yeah, he looked drunk. He looked, he looked kind drunk. Of he looked out, out of, it. of it. Yeah, but I think that's the first semblance that you thought, okay, this guy does have some coherency because he listened in on that phone call and decided, you know what? No, 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 no. You got something going on. I want it. Yeah. Well, hey, was he drunk? Because if I just he witnessed, might have been. <laughs> if I witnessed the whole train station or whatever full of people just get murdered and eaten by zombies and in turn eat each other, I'm probably gonna have a few drinks before I jump on the next train. Mm, I'm just saying. That's fair. But I love that the, the they're sitting there and they're like, all right, we need to go this way. Goatman's like, I'm gonna follow you guys. I know what's going on. And the little girl's like, no, we gotta tell everybody. And the dad is like. You're gonna get us killed. Right. Like, That's the horrible get thing. Us, get Listen, your ass about traveling with kids. <laughs> Listen, I know you have a heart of gold and you want to save everybody, but now is not the time. Right? That is the horrible <laughs> thing about traveling with kids. They want to do the right thing, but they're not in the self-preservation mode. But Dad got saved by a book. He yeah, shoved he a book right in that zombie's mouth and got saved. <laughs> and I love how throughout the whole thing, they're kept being in the train, and especially once they got to the terminal that. The so many moments where it was like the glass is going to break at any minute. The glass oh, is going to break, oh and it's like you know what's going to happen. You knew it was going to happen eventually, but it kept giving you a point. Like they're all piling up, like everything went to hell. They went down the escalator, running back, and those guys are holding the glass doors, and you're like, this is going to break at any moment. Like something's going to happen. They were just building that and tension with him. It not... does. They did a really good job of that. Mm-hmm. And and like when it was... finally did, you're like, and now it's. Now all hell is going to break loose even more because you've gotten like those, you know, hundred zombies or whatever. They're just trying with these two glass doors. And you're like, why is everything glass here? That's yeah, the thing that was getting glass. me, especially with the small tension, is when you kept seeing the little cracks in it. And yeah. it's like, oh, you, it just kept building that anticipation every time you saw that little crack happen. You saw one, and then it's like, it's going to break. You know what's going to happen. Yeah, and you're and just I, waiting for it to happen. Yeah, I think that's just another one of those tension things that they built with just imagery. Like, it was just, it, the whole, the whole I think, focus of this film is the tension that you have with it. It's yeah. just, yeah. because it just, the whole fe- the whole time you watch the movie, you just feel like, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? Because you and know I, so many things are going to happen next. <laughs> and I really think they tried to play on, like, the humanity of it because especially the the one high school kid when they're going back with the other guys and they run down the escalator or they run down the stairs to go back to the train and the two other high school guys immediately get tackled by zombies and like the the third high school kid's just sitting there watching all this like in shock and then the other guy comes up and was like snap out of it kid because it was like holy crap so he's like once the guy saw they were like all right we got this kid just just hang out for a bit we know you just saw your friends get mauled to death you're probably not in the right frame of mind to help us so we're gonna we're gonna take care of this and then just kind of bring up the rear kid like they screwed with that kid so much because i mean not only after that though but when they get back into the train and they're going through the 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 trains and you see him come up to his teammates and he's like yeah that whole train full of his teammates yeah it's like I know these. I know these people. Mm-hmm. They're my friends, and now they're dead. 
and they want to eat me. Yep. I uh, liked I really liked that whole scene where they they're getting ready to go through everything and it's again it's practical ideas of their fighting. Like yeah. they're wrapping their arms, they're covering their body or like where they're going to go at and I just I really like that, you know, we had people to root for. You didn't actively want these people to die. Except for Super were, Dick. Except, except for Super Dick. Except for Super Dick. Yes, super Dick to die. And I'm still, I'm still upset die. the way that Super Dick dies. Yeah. We'll get to the point yeah, where he we'll dies. Get there, yeah. I kept thinking throughout the whole thing when they were protecting him, they were like, why not use those huge, like, thick books that are behind every seat? Like, I don't know if it was mm. like a train schedule yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, why aren't you using that? Like, they were using, like, tape and other stuff. I'm like, mm-mm. Put those Strips. books against your forearms, your shins, yeah. everywhere. Like, well, and see, in that you have part, all that tape anyway. And that part was a great part, too, because then they, they start becoming friends. Like, you have this little light moment of humor where they're they're kind of talking while they get ready and, like... It really brings back to that humanity thing where they just need a little chuckle or a little something to bring the tension. They, they definitely had that. And then when they when they lock themselves in the bathroom after they get to everybody, they finally get through there, finally find out, okay, well, they can't see in the dark, so we can just do this. We'll put your phone here. We'll, I'll give you a call. All the zombies will get out of the way. We'll get past them. Mm-hmm. They get there. What's the first thing that happens? He knocks on the door. And the wife looks at him and hits him. And she gives him that universal, what I took you so you. long? I hate you, <laughs> yeah, what I took you, you so long? Yeah. Every husband knows that. Every husband, every person that's in a relationship, what took you so long? And it was like, really? I just had to go through like two train cars full of zombies. And you're like, what took you so long? Like, I almost died like five <laughs> or six times coming to try to save you. Yes. Hey, and then, and then she's, so. She's keeping a baby safe and a little girl safe. You leave her be. All right. She's got she shit was, to do. She too. was in there with the old lady and goat guy. So she was like, she didn't have to do it by herself. But still, it was like they, they go through the tunnel. They have to go back into the bathroom. So it's like you got the three guys in the bathroom. I'm like, how huge are these bathrooms? That one's got four people. I wrote. One's got. Ringtone. Yeah. One, one's, <laughs> one's got three grown men. Because even like the one kid was like, I'm five foot nine. Like he made a joke about it and it was like. Five foot nine. Well, you got to think about it. The Koreans, they're not very tall. So him yeah. saying five foot nine was well, like. Well, yeah, but still, I mean, you've got three grown adults yes. in his bathroom. Like. Well, and then the other guy, the the soon to be dad seemed like he was a bigger dude too. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, he's he, the he, Korean action star. That's oh, why. Is he? Yes. He's the Korean action star. He's actually really big over there. See, I didn't know this thing about it. Yeah. Him. That's why he got all the action scenes. Okay, it makes sense. Like, <laughs> yeah. he, he definitely see. Like, I didn't see. That's the thing about it, though. I didn't know he was. So to me, it was weird seeing this guy all of a sudden just start throwing down, <laughs> like yeah. he's beating the <laughs> shit out of things. I'm like, holy crap, this dude's got some anger issues. Yeah, he, he's got he's got some like strength. I also wrote a note that said Americans wouldn't have been able to be supported by the luggage racks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If There's I had no to crawl way. my ass up on those luggage racks, that thing would have fallen off. <laughs> that's the thing I was waiting for when they went up there. I'm thinking, okay, they're building the tension. They're going up through the luggage racks. I had a feeling at some point those things were going to come off, come yeah. down and be like, oh, that's, sh- see, that's the natural thought you have as, you know, fat Americans yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on a train. We're like, they're, what are they doing? They're, no, that's not Apparently we that's have substandard happen. buildings in our, our, our trains. Like that rack in America would never have survived. Like those things are flimsy here. There's no <laughs> way that you would even be able to fit enough to crawl. No. You try to get the three of us on there, oh that thing's God, coming no. down. Mm-mm. My fat ass gets on there, that thing's going to break. I'm dead. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I really loved that the zombies went dormant, though. I really loved that aspect of it. When they just couldn't see, they were like, okay. Like, again, it, it put back into that whole, they're actual humans. Yeah. Like, they're not. 
some sort of subspecies where they have super smell and like all this stuff, even though they're dead. No, yeah, it's just it when really, it goes dark, they're just lost. It really they took can't the see. mindlessness of it. I mean, if everything you've you've heard in other zombie movies and stuff like that, where it's like you know just the one like the brainstem is working, so it has like the basic needs of I need food and yeah. need this and that. So it's like I really I really enjoyed that as well. And like another thing that helped build the tension because. When they're in the bathroom, he's like, okay, well, in a few more minutes, we can go and we'll have at least two minutes in this tunnel. I'm like, you were just doing quick math in your head, man. Like, do not rely on this. Yeah. Yeah. Why did no one set a timer for these two minutes or do That's something? Or keep your thinking. eye on the clock. Like, Wait, come but on, the whole man. time you're waiting for him to come out yeah. of the dark. Like, you the whole time you're just like, they're going to come out of there. They're going to come out of there. It's going to happen. And you're just waiting for it. <laughs> and it just, it builds that tension. You build that tension yourself. Just on And the yeah, energy. and I love the, the, the bonding, the guy bonding they had there in the bathroom where it was like, he gave them the ringtone joke. Cause it was, yeah. Because there's definitely like that that kind of male bonding. It was like, so how do you like to see your child that I saved? Why is your ringtone so weird? Yeah. It's just that natural guys giving shit <laughs> yeah, to that, each other. Yeah, that ribbing each other. Which I think thing. the kid needed. He's like, all right, we just killed all your friends and the other two that went with us that helped us kill other zombies. We had to kill them too. So you have no friends and you have... The one girl that's left of everyone else that was on your baseball team. So we're trying to get over there. So, you know. Just... Trying to get over there. And the super dick doesn't want to let anybody over there. I don't even know. Just because he's a CEO, people are going to listen to him. I know. No, I don't I, okay. get the whole. Here's what I got from that, though. He. Get your notes in order. I got my notes in order. <laughs> All right. He opened, they opened the door for them. They break in, right? They break the glass or whatever. So they have to let him in. And he's like. Are you infected? We don't know that. You guys could be infected. Super dick is a super dick. But is that not a fair question to ask? Because look how quickly that everyone around them Mm. was like, that's true. Although I didn't like the fact that they're like, you might be infected. So walk through all of us and get in the very back. Get further away from the zombies. I don't want to be next to them anyway. (laughs) If they were infected, like, yeah, why don't we just leave them up front over here? We can keep an eye on them, not put them in the back. So then we have zombies on both sides of this car. I don't think they were smart enough to realize that, at Mm -hmm. least then. Because you're right. Me pointing out would be like, you know what? They're comfortable there, so let's put them in the place where they're going to be uncomfortable, which was the back of the train, because that back of the train didn't look like there was a whole lot of space. Yeah. But it ended up saving their asses. It so, did. It, yeah. so it worked out for them. Because yeah. really, like, if you're going to have, and I think that's part of the humanity of it, too, is like, you know, in times of that, you could easily sway other people. Because he said that, and then other people were to me like, well, that's true. We don't know. We don't know oh, what's yeah, going on. Oh, yeah, you play on, on like, people's you know, panic. We don't, we don't know yeah. what's going on. We don't know how this thing spreads other than what we've seen, or we don't know what else is happening, or if you have been bit kind of thing. Like, I get that. That's a semi-fair question to ask well the other thing that i kind of got from super dick too is he was i think he knew a little bit more than he was letting on because he's the one who was like oh we need this he was more into self-preservation mode more than anybody else and he's like i'm gonna use whatever i can to help me self-preserve because he was a ceo or coo of something i forget what it was it could have been either why the hell is he riding the train like a regular person everybody rides the train over there i guess maybe that's not it's the cultural differences but at the end of it I don't know if it's just because he was starting to turn already, but when he was like, I'm trying to get to my to my mom, and I'm like, is that just like his brain dying and he's going back into like, you know. A happy moment in his like, life. Yeah, like, you know, a little kid memory kind of thing. Or was that really his whole end game? Like, I have to get home to my mom. She's going to she's gonna die without me. Mm, well, I knew that. I think that maybe he did have his mom in Busan, but like he knew that it was safe. 
I do think that he knew that Busan was the place to go. Like, but I think the only thing, the only person that really knew that Busan was the place to go was the dad because he talked to his assistant that said, "Yeah, analyst Kim that kept analyst worrying Kim, about yes. analyst Kim that kept worrying about their their mutual fund investment." Everyone like, is just so nice in this film. They're all just really worried about like the, Kim was just like. Did I do this? Am I the one who caused it? I'm like, are you worried about the investment? Because you're like, that's the centerpiece of our mutual fund. And I'm like, okay, so if you don't understand mutual funds, it's yeah, you we get, don't need you to get explain. you get a little bit of stocks in a bunch of different things. So I don't see how that in his mind was like, did we contribute to this? I'm like, you just bought some stock, man. It's not like you made the decisions. You didn't flip the switches or write the recipes for whatever virus this shit is. Like, but everyone was so faithful to their career. Like that conductor, like that conductor was just like, I'm going to get people on this train and I'm going to get these people out of here. I love that he yes. was just like, hello, I'm going to go get a train. I'm going to go to the far left track. If anyone's alive, jump on, make your way over there. And it's like, that's the best I can do right now. I think we're getting God a little knows. ahead of ourselves though. Cause we were last, we were talking about how they were going through the train with Super Dick, we were talking about that. So let's go back to that. Let's go back to the because we still haven't talked about how Death by Old Lady happens. Because I wrote that down. Let's death talk about Death by Old Lady because really, you're you have zombies on one side. You have the other people who you're worried about being infected. You're going to put them on the other side of you. Why is no one watching the right. one door? No one. Because she's unassuming. It's an old lady. You don't think she's going to do what she did? I do. She has a terrible wig on. I don't trust that girl. <laughs> she's hiding something. Whether it's baldness or she's she's on the lamb, whatever it was. Boiled eggs and uh, bad wigs is a bad yeah. combination. Mm-hmm. And I just love how she's a typical old lady pissed off at her sister. because she her sister She's just angry. Lost, <laughs> and then that her sister managed to get herself killed like it was her fault. And then she's now, like, now I'm going to die alone. Nope. Mm-hmm. Just mad at her sister. That's that's awesome. And then the dicks get their comeuppance by, with Death by Old Lady, which I, I really enjoyed. But super, Instant karma. Super Dick and Super Dick's assistant survive. Was it assistant or just the uh, the, the steward that he it was just, just a kind steward of took that over? He bullied. I named him Super Dick Assistant because he SDA. was- because uh-huh. he just kind of bullied him into, you're helping me because I'm a COO. Yeah, because everyone was so loyal to their goddamn job that it's like, if, okay, If well. this was the office, he would have been the assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> assistant to the train conductor. <laughs> yeah. But again, his demise too, it's like, really, dude, he told you that the coast is clear. Yeah, and he's super telling dick. Yeah, why are you trusting anybody? Super in dick is yeah. just a like, super dick. He's and telling. Like, I, and I get the fact that he's like, okay, well, he said it's safe, but he still kind of looked yeah. And I'm like, why would you open it that much to where you could get pushed out that easily? Yeah, yeah. right? Like, uh, Well, my, my self-preservation mode in that thing would have been like, why is he telling me that the coast is clear and he's yeah. telling me to right? go first? To go? Yeah, like, it's clear, you. go ahead. It's like, if it's clear, your ass better go first. Right, right, right behind you is what I would have yeah, said. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Everything's clear, go ahead. All and right. then in the middle of the movie, after all of this crazy stuff is going down, we get a train crash. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. We get, like, we get a train crash right in the middle of all this craziness because- it's there's craziness. A, That's what happens. There's a train happens. on fire coming uh, towards yes. them. And they're trying to get out of these maze of tra- uh, blah, blah, blah. mazes of trains um, while they're still trying to evade all these zombies who are stuck in the trains. And then the uh, train crashes and just throws a whole wrench into all of their plans. Yeah, because you get that you get that sense of like when they're in the clear. Well, they're all in the clear. Like, all right, they made it. They're going to get passed through. They found a way to get through that other train. The conductors get in the other train. They're going to get out of here. They're going to go. They got a clear track all the way to Busan. They're going to make it. All of a sudden, Shit, fucking the train crash. The train oh, train crash comes and you're like, oh, crap. High school kids are left alone. 
They're thinking, oh, we just watched these people die. And then so Super like, Dick comes to ruin everybody's day. He gets he gets the the two baseball people killed. People killed. Yeah. Well, um, baseball dude does suicide by girlfriend. He does. He just gives up mm-hmm. at the end. So he's, like, he's just like, sorry. He knew yeah. she was going to Well, turn. here's the thing about it, though, that gets me with that. In the beginning of the movie, they made it seem like, oh, this is going to be your girlfriend. And he does not all into that. I moment. thought it was like his sister at first, cause the way that they were acting. Because she was like, <laughs> yeah. what are you watching? What are you doing? I thought like, oh, it's his annoying sister or something. She's just there with the team as well, you know? And then when she was like, I like you and this and that. And then everyone's like, accept her, accept. I'm like, I know. what is I going like, on is with this kid? Is this just like, a cultural thing? Because this is fucking weird. That's what they got me. He's like, like, I am a teenager. I do not want to deal anything with girls. And then by the end of it, he dies for her. Are you right? I'm like, just, I get playing yeah. hard to get. But you're like, okay, my whole team, coaches, everyone I've known, probably some of my best friends on the team have either been murdered in front of me or I've had to murder them myself. And now Super Dick comes in, lets her get bit or whatever, and I'm just gonna sit here and cry until she eats me. Yeah, I mean, like mm-hmm. I, get, I get, but it was a long day for him, man. He just yeah. He like lost I said, everybody. I felt out of mom, maybe one or two other characters. He was the one I felt the most sorry for because he had all that shit that he had to go through. Yeah, he, got, he basically him, saw everyone. Yeah, die. you wanted him to live. You wanted the the girlfriend. Or whatever to live, uh, the daughter and then the pregnant lady. Well, that's the other thing about it, though, with a zombie cliche horror survival movie. You knew people were going to die, so when you saw them die, you're like, oh, shit, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, and you didn't want these people to die. It no. wasn't an, a normal horror movie where you're like, God, I just wish these people would go. Well, that's you had, of, yeah, you yeah. had your favorites and you had your ones that you're like, all right, you can die. I was now. really sad when the Korean action star died. That's what I was about to say. When you mm-hmm. told me he's a Korean action star, when the fact that he died, I'm like, yeah. okay, they're killing off this mm-hmm. huge star. And that was probably pretty big for them. Then yeah. like, oh yeah. my God, like, you know, he does. Because imagine you have that, like, imagine you have The Rock in a movie and then all of a sudden, like, he dies in a zombie movie. Like, if he died the same way, like, that, well, you'd be like, wow, this is huge. Like, but then we think we think of things more of dollars and cents. Like, you're yeah. gonna pay the rock all that much to die. <laughs> and you're gonna kill him, <laughs> and like, and you're gonna kill him. But yeah, that's just the subtlety of the ways people slowly started to die. because yeah. you knew they were going to. You mm-hmm. just had no idea. Okay, it's a survival horror movie. So there's gonna be people that are gonna die. Who is it gonna be? It's just like the whole this whole movie. It just seemed like everything was so effortless. Like you met these characters and you found out about them without really doing much you know what i mean like you didn't see much of their backstory you didn't see much of their actual lives you just saw these little snippets but you knew who they were but i think ultimately though that's the thing about it though with the two that did end up surviving i mean really they could have been really dark and could have killed them off because Mm -hmm. like i mean as soon as i saw a kid okay kid's not gonna die yeah pregnant lady's not gonna die i was waiting for somebody else to be like okay who's gonna be a surprise so when baseball kid i thought he was gonna survive i'm like okay He's going to be the one wild card that nobody expects to survive. I think it was just too much for him at that point. Like he'd yeah. seen, like I said, yeah. he'd seen everybody else die. It was just too much for him at that point. He he could he didn't have any left. I do like though the fact that once the train wreck happened and then the dad wakes up after all that, I loved what I called the zombie window. I called oh. it the stained glass zombie window. The yeah. zombie windows. <laughs> I was like, wow, that is good. I I loved that. And like, okay, train wreck happened. I'm waking up. Probably got hit in the head. You're a little woozy. You wake up and you're like, oh, shit. They're They're, like, again, the glass is going to break it any minute. Oh, my gosh. They played that thing so Mm -hmm. well. And then the homeless guy. The homeless creep saves the day. Well, if anything, though, with zombie survival movies, it teaches you something that you didn't think about before. So now if it does happen, 
I am not going anything near windows. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like we should have a homeless guy around. (laughs) We should enlist a friend of ours. Well, if if anything, the moral is just you need as many people as you can because there could be someone, you know, the the, the zombie guy or the zombie. The goat guy was just like, all right, well, you two need to survive. Because I think at, at, at a certain point, it became like we're everything is about these two surviving yeah. the pregnant lady and the little girl. Yeah. It's like, we've lost everybody else. You know, we're, we're, we're dropping off. You know, you are the, the vestige of the future and hope of whatever. Cause we, we still don't know how big this thing is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even at the end of the movie, we still don't find out like no. how widespread you this is. You knew that it had hit cities one right after the other. But... It was slowly spreading. And for whatever yeah. reason, Busan was the safe haven for, for now. Well, I really well, let's come back to that. Let's <laughs> come back yeah. to that because I have my own theories about that. But anyway, um, so Super Dick gets the conductor killed because he's a super dick. I was really sad to see the conductor go because yeah. he was just so nice. Well, that's the thing so about nice it. He had his job to do. He had to drive, and then yeah. the one time he decides, okay, I am not going to do what I normally do, I'm and go help just... this guy. Super Dick just leaves him to get eaten. Yeah, okay. he he trip. Well, doesn't he trip or does he push him? I forget. No, like he shoves him in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then we have the dramatic hordes, is what I wrote, because the dramatic hordes of the zombies oh running after them, and the whole swarming thing. Of yeah, the, the whole swarming thing. And I li- I liked that it was just like one zombie grabbed on, and then they all kind of were just like, man, like, you where, know. That's where it started getting a little cheesy for me because it started reminding me of the World War Z zombie, where it's just kind of yes, like, ants. It was like it it kind of did get that cheesiness to where it was they're climbing on each other, and it was like that's immediately what I thought it was like they're climbing on the wall in World War Z, and yeah. it's like are they helicopters to come take care of this but the thing that i thought was funny when they were still um before they got to the other train when he's talking to his daughter and he was like hey it's your birthday and i'm like oh <laughs> why remind her that oh my because like that. at that at that moment i was like i am fast forwarding 10 years in this girl's life I'm like and that was the worst birthday of ever had mm-hmm. she's got three wees and now she's got to deal with i got three wees but you know everyone's dead and you know yeah it was me and this lady who we lost our whole family so she's my mom now <laughs> and i think uh, looking back at it going rewinding a little bit when he when the dad gave her that gift that was like ultimate dick move that he really was not paying attention to yeah. this little girl at all because if he would have you realized oh She's already got three of them, and now he's giving her another of the same present. What the hell is Kids Day? Because that's Children's crap. Day. It's that's, actually that's no. Crap. It's a big no. thing in other countries, even in South America. It's a big. It's Mexico's a big got deal. a big day up on that too. There you yeah, go. it's 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 a thing. Yeah. Just Americans don't do it. Well, I well we shouldn't do it if you're getting a, if you're getting a brand new weave for just Kids Day. I'm like that is birthday or Christmas stuff right there. That is yep. not. Oh hey, it's Kids Day. Like, we only celebrate the. Um, the pagan holidays no the um the capitalist holidays in america all right well if you're buying wees for kids day or children's day or whatever then it's a capitalist holiday yeah as long as they don't get (laughs) Uh as long as the u.s what is it businesses don't realize that oh there's another holiday to be had no there's there's no way americans would do kids day Mm -hmm. no americans kids kids would do it but no halloween halloween is october 31st and there's no damn kids Day. okay well we're not getting into that okay back (laughs) back to train back on the back on the train Um, we should say super dick turns into a zombie and he's still ruining shit even in death yep so there's that (laughs) Uh, that's the thing that got me because you saw a korean action zombie zombie star get bit in the hand Mm -hmm. you would think okay let me put something to cover my hands to protect it especially if you're covering up your forearms yeah you would think you would 
do something to Well, I think his whole thought was he he had some they they had something to hit with, right? Mm-hmm. So he was like if I cover my hands too much, I won't I mean, that's where my head goes. But yeah, I get it. Or if it. anything with gloves, because that's the same thing that happened to Dad. And again, mm-hmm. when he was choking him out, I'm like, your hand is dangerously close to his mouth. I know, you put mouth. your hand by his mouth. When, no. When the dad kills, forehead. When Grab the their foreheads. When the dad is finally going to fight Super Dick. After they get on the second train. Yes. The, the final the train, train to Busan. I'm like, why? I wanted Super Dick's death to be more satisfying. Oh, yeah. I was like, why didn't you go up immediately? Like, you open the door and you see that he's infected. And you you're letting him, yeah, you're letting him just kind of like walk out, and I'm like, "What are you doing? Like, no, just grab shove him, him like, over throw the, him off, yeah. throw him off the edge." <laughs> and then you hear you hear the guy talking. I'm like, "Okay, he's turning." So like at that point, I'm like, "Okay, come here. We're gonna figure this out." And just shove him off the side. Like, yeah. well, don't even thing, give him the chance. Why did you give him the chance to turn? That's the, the, the issue whole, that I had with the him. whole thing that got me with that. The whole struggle is you have this little guardrail that goes from the top to like you have little points, so it's kind of like an upside down, like an N. Yeah. yeah. And you have all this opening at the bottom of it. Why not when you're rolling around on the ground, just kind of turn over and shove him off? Mm. That's the one thing that got me. He's like, you have all this space, so you don't have you, to throw yeah. him over the railing. Yeah. You should have just took care of it as soon as you opened yeah. the door. Yeah. While he was monologuing. And you and the dad and the dad could have lived. <laughs> Again, yeah. that's another thing to remember in the, the survival thing is somebody's going to somebody starts going on to If your eyes monologue. are a little off, yeah. I'm throwing you over. If you start monologuing and your eyes are off, you're getting, no. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm like, you're not going to wait to nope. see what you have to say. Sorry. <laughs> you're already dead. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then you have that moment where he realizes he's bit and- he immediately is like, okay, here's the break. You do this when it's time. And then, sorry, I'm going to die. And you have to stay here. And he just, like, his daughter doesn't want him to go. But he just is like, nope. And he runs out the back. Well, I think that, he, well, again, he's finally thinking for his daughter. Because yeah. he realizes if I stay anywhere near them, I'm infected. I'm going to try to eat them. Mm-hmm. And that took so long. Because I was like, you're going to force this kid to watch you turn and then run back up to the glass <laughs> where she's crying? Because I'm like. He stood there forever. Yeah. And then having his flashbacks, I'm like, okay, is this part of turning that you're just going down to these random core memories while your brain See, I took that is as dying? Like, or is it one of those cheesy Hallmark movie moments to where we're like, I'm just going to think about my version of up. heaven. We'll see. I, I took that as like your life flashing before your eyes. But it was the one moment. moment. Well, yeah, but that's that's what he wanted to think about. And and I do think that it was kind of his brain was dying, but he was trying to hold on to the last good memory before he jumped because it he was, was going to jump. He went to his happy his, place. Yeah. Yes, it, was it was his, his happy thoughts, thoughts, but he didn't fly. <laughs> yes, he tried, though. <laughs> so the whole time I'm like, OK, they got there and they see that there's dead everywhere. And they're like, all right, well, everybody's dead. Let's walk towards it. The one arm comes up. He's like, OK, clearly not everyone's dead. Let's walk through this dark, creepy tunnel. Oh, see, I think think that was really smart, though. And and that's why I think that Busan was safe, was that fucking tunnel. Because if anybody walked in there, if any of the zombies did, they would have just gotten lost. They wouldn't have known what to do. And everybody was real quiet. They had figured it out by then. You be quiet, you stay unseen, and you're fine. And that's why they were building up. Because if you watch when they focus in on the military guys, they're building like train cars behind them. So they're building up stuff to make sure that you can't see into it. I didn't notice that. I yeah. Back, go back and I saw that. them stacking the train cars, but I wasn't sure if they were just moving stuff or they were trying to like set up a fortress. But at the end, when they're going through the tunnel and he's got the sniper rifle on them, and I'm like, are they going to kill these people? That's, yeah. what we, that's what we looked at. She's yeah, sitting there I'm thinking. Like, this is not an American movie. I'm like, yeah. We won't do this in America, but I'm like, will they do this in Korea? Like, <laughs> 
I'm like, is this going to happen right now? And I'm like, are they going to get to I'm like, this could be a full on tragedy. And they're yeah. like, all right, we made it. Like, boom. Again, I think yeah. that plays perfectly to the tension because up to that point, you're like, they've made it through the worst. Yeah. Even like that little twitching hand at the end, it's all tension. You're just like, fuck, is something else going to pop out of these people? Yeah. Any moment something else could happen. And then you have these soldiers who are like, nope, can't see anything. And the what? little girl starts singing. I'm like, bitch, be quiet. Like, I get it. Like, you're letting people know you're here. And that's what ultimately saved them. But if zombies hear that, they're going to come eat you. <laughs> I don't think she knew about the dark thing, though. That's the thing. She might not have. But I think the I think the older woman did. Because she was, they were, they had all made it through something together at the but end. But weren't they all in that scene where they were on the top of the luggage rack? I don't think she was, was she? I thought the kids were, I thought the girl and Oh, the, she yeah, was. The yeah, because they had to make it through to the front of yeah, the train. The girl, yeah, the, you're right. Because that was on the way to yeah. the other friend. Yeah, so they knew. But that's why I do think Busan was safe because they had that tunnel and they had figured it out by then. If they just keep quiet and keep everybody, you know. They gave the zombies an entry point to go into. Yeah, they kind of bottlenecked them all into the one entrance. So they knew that if they came to a certain point, they'd be like, okay, we know these are infected, so we can shoot them. Yeah. But then if you think about it, it's like you would think the military would come and think of a better way of realizing who were survivors and who aren't. No, they wouldn't, unfortunately, because the military is just us (laughs) in any country. Well, yeah. (laughs) It's just us. It's not not made up of a bunch of smart scientists or anything. It's just generic it, people who sign up for the military and it, and it really is the, the fact that it's like they are um they're there but they don't hear the train coming they don't think like why is there a train coming who's there we should probably go look at this like how far away from this tunnel were they that they couldn't hear the train i don't know i don't know but i, I think that they had they had made the train stop there like i think that they had crashed something to Some, block the track well, they had off. they had the yeah. blockade so they had to stop either way when i'm like you you didn't hear the train well i think that they had because they stopped because of the there's another train down or something there was the a blockage track. they had all the stuff that was coming up to it because they were coming to a tunnel and that's where you had all the the big iron x's yeah they, yeah. Had, the, they had the blockade there so you couldn't go through the tunnel so you had to stop the train yeah but i'm saying like did they not hear the train on the other side of the tunnel you think that would have mm-hmm. tipped them off to thinking uh maybe there are actual survivors because if this train wasn't manned it would have just blown through everything yeah it would have kept going yeah so potential sequel ideas i think this would be me because really you have those two characters i think their story is done yeah with movies like this I think the only way a true sequel would work is if you have the same situation through different people, hmm. like how they how they dealt with it. Yeah, because obviously everybody's going through the the core moment. Now, to me, is if you had people like on the, another city, kind of keep the whole train to Busan type of thing true, mm-hmm. but through the eyes of other people. Yeah. Just a different version. It's like, okay, you have... Maybe they're in the city and they have to get to Busan. One of those things like that. Yeah, because I don't know if you... Well, do you, can you still call it Train to Busan too? if they're not on a train? Another Train to Busan? Another, another Train Another Train. Because that's the one thing I always thought that nobody really ever did. Plane to Busan? What do we have? Because <laughs> that's the one thing I've always thought about, especially sequel movies like that. Because like, if you look at the 28 Days Later, you look at those Yeah, if you movies, go post like outbreak and You go post, well, there's, there's only so much you can do because eventually what ends up happening in those movies, everything happens all over yeah, again. Yeah, it's just you're a like, re-outbreak. Re- it's like you don't realize your mistakes from the first time. It's Like you said, it's a re-outbreak. Mm-hmm. But the, the take that I would like to see with movies like this is where if you have the core event and you have a different perspective with new characters. Yeah. 
like their journey to get to that point, which would give you look at the other characters. So you'd have the mo- the expected mother and the kid, and all of a sudden, oh, you got all these new characters, and you see them. It's like, oh, okay, they now you got an endpoint where you're getting all these characters to meet. Mm-hmm. So it's they get to Busan, they get to the fortress. And then they're gonna take another train somewhere else. Even I don't know. I I'm... then we introduce new characters that are that are also survivors and have I have also absolutely been through some shit. like there's a million ways you could go. Well, and I have absolutely no understanding of Korean geography to know where any of these cities. Yeah, are were they were they at, were they even at Busan? Do we even the, know that. Here's the no thing idea. that gets me with it though too is if they when they do the American version, are they gonna call it Train to Busan or are they gonna call it? Train to D.C. or train to New York or whatever need be. Bus, bus ride to Cleveland. Yeah, <laughs> see, and I really worry with the the whole American, uh, Americanized version. Are we going to get like a grudge? Like we just put one American in the situation. You know what I mean? Like I don't I think see they get, how I they're going to do it with, with it and make it good. Like it just it's really it's Gary Doberman, right? Yeah, he's it's the, the it writer. And he said like he doesn't want to screw it up. Like he's literally said and he's like I got to do it right. Like, well, that's the thing sure, about... like how do you do it right though? Like and this, why? this is a very to me, came out do, three yeah, years do we ago. really need to? Like you're going to have the sequel before you even have to the me, American the, version. To me the American version is really tricky just because of that because we're all West Coast. We're all biased on the West Coast. We're not like East Coast where they tra- they take trains everywhere. Yeah. You can take a train from DC to what is it to Philly. New York, to Boston, to Philly. Philly? Yeah, you can yeah. go anywhere. So West it's like, Coasters don't like you, their trains. You can have. I mean, it's going to have can, to be if, if we're sticking to the same train thing. It's going to have to be set in the East Coast. Yeah. It's going to have to do something like I said. So what are they going to call? Like to me, they really can't keep the name Train to Busan because unless they come up with some magical yeah, Busan and, place and like, here, and well, like you like you said, unless they do like the whole grudge thing. Yeah, like, you have an American dad and an American daughter, then they're on this yeah. train. They're in Korea for something. They're in a weird like, country. You do that and... kind of cheesy thing. So. It, that. To me, that's the thing about it, though. I think Hollywood would do that. Is you have an American in, Hollywood? Don't do that. Okay. Yeah, don't. <laughs> if you, if you're gonna make it, come on, Gary. We have faith. Gary, if you're gonna on. do the American version of it, you have to set it in the U.S. Yeah. So to me, like I said, you either have train to Philadelphia, train to New York, or something like that, or a smaller known city that people know. And especially because here we have shows like The Walking Dead. We have you know we have a big zombie cultural following here as far as like you know fans and stuff like that they're gonna have to make something so new and so unique in the zombie field to really do it well and you're gonna have to use the the core of what made this movie good yeah but then just make it completely different i don't think you can make it you can't make it too similar it it really won't work no because here's the thing about it though is everybody can compare it to its counterpart Mm-hmm. And I think that's really hard to do, especially when it comes to an American version. And they're so sim- like they're so close together. I, do we? I don't think we need an American version right now, but they're going to make it. They have bought the rights, they, so they that's can. that's it's happening the point. whether we like it or not. So it just depends on how how they approach it and how they make it. I think the big thing about it though is who you cast. Yeah, whether or not it will be decent or it'll be crappy. Yeah. And like but I said, they're going to have to you... move in such a direction because the, the the thing that made Train to Busan so great, for me anyway, was the fact that they had taken so many things and updated it so effortlessly. So if you can't recreate that with an American version, then there's kind of, there's no point for me. Uh, it's, it's a, yeah, I think it's tricky. Like, I mean, I would love to see them do a great American version, but that's wishful thinking in my eyes. Yeah. It's very tricky, and I don't know how they're going to do it, but hey, that's why Gary and those guys get paid the big bucks to make these things happen. But I think if we see any time 
that he leaves the project or that there's any sort of stall, then I think it's doomed. Yeah. yeah. Right now they haven't said much. He's working on other projects. He, you know, he he knows that he doesn't want it to suck. He knows that it's got to be a little bit different. He wants it to be good. What we see and what happens in the future, we'll see. But I, I don't know how that you make this good without either making it too derivative or you got to take it in a completely different direction. Just have the, the I, well, That's the thing it. about it, though. If you take it too much in a different direction, again, people are going to be like, oh, you just took the name and you did your yeah. own thing with it. Yeah. How are you going to like, I don't even know how they're going to keep the name you know what i mean like how is it gonna be you can't it's trained trained to boston yeah oh god imagine those accents well the thing about it though i think (laughs) do you have a boston accent when you're a zombie like do do, do you have a zombie growl with a boston accent can that be a thing because i I don't want it to be a thing that's my worst like that's my worst nightmare Zombie outbreak. I'm stuck in Boston. Boston. I'm stuck in Boston. Zombie outbreak. You have to like befriend a bunch of Boston accents. That's we could. This could be a great. (laughs) Train to Boston is a great horror comedy. You just Just don't know what anybody is saying. Yeah, you don't know. (laughs) We gotta get to the other car. The what? What are you talking about? What are you a zombie? You just start. It's wicked awesome. Oh my god! Gotta get out of here. Well, here's the best thing about it, though. When you got the Boston accent, because of their accent, There's no best when thing they, about the Boston. <laughs> no, no, because it'll make you f- laugh about it. When the iPad came out, and you have the iPod, it's like, what are you talking about? Give me the iPad. Wait, what? Yeah. Are you talking this about one, this little thing? This, this one? one? That oh, the, the, iPad. I, the iPad. I was like, I said iPad. I don't know what you're talking about. No. They both. You gotta have O's and A's, people. Come on. I would just be like, let's find a car and get out of this. Get to the cat. Why am I in Boston to begin with is my question. (laughs) But no offense, Boston. Back on track. Sorry, Boston. You know what we're talking about. Back on trains. But um, again, I think ultimately what I think the cheap cop-out thing that Hollywood will do is what Angie said. They will put two Americans in Korea and have have it that way, which I think is the cheap way to do it. It's cheap and too derivative. So it's like it's a fine line. You have to have it be different enough. To where you know it's its own thing, but it can't be too different. To where you're like, all right, well, what was the point? This has nothing to do yeah. with the other one. So I don't know. It's 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 a very fine line. I don't know how they're going to do it. It's going to be rough trying to make it good, but we'll I, see. I mean, I hope for a great one, but at so the same I. time, like if it's too much like the other one, then what was the point? Yeah, because exactly. we've all watched the Netflix one. We all, you know, the people that love it love the Netflix one. Yeah. So what was the point of doing an American one? I think this about so it though. We'll is, see though. I think the thing of main on the other thing about it though too, especially the people that have seen it with the American version, I think it's ultimately it's going to come down to who they start announcing as who the cast is going to be. Because if they start telling us, oh, these are the people that are going to be in it, then we can get kind of an idea of where it's going to go. Because yeah. if they announce so and so is going to play the lead, okay, we just know this person's okay, so that'll pique my interest a little bit. And then when you start seeing other people get attached to it, it's like, okay, it's going to be this now, hopefully. I think it just comes down to who the American cast ends up being. When they start casting it, though, you're automatically going to compare it to like, okay, well, that guy's going to play the dad. Or that. Yeah. But the story could be completely different. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know. Because like that's the thing. They're, they're going to start casting it before we start hearing like plot details and everything. Yeah. So we're not going to have anything to go off of. But we'll see. There's nothing we can do. It's, it's, no, happening, it's happening no matter what. The, the sequel is happening. So I'm excited about that. We'll have to just wait and see what happens with it. So... So with all that said, if you haven't watched it, people go watch go this watch movie. It. If it's you haven't watched it, why, why are you zombie listening movie. to this? Yeah, it's honestly it's one of my one of the better zombie movies out there that's come out in a long time. It's because one like, of I mean, my every, favorite since Shaun of the Dead, I think, because it, it's it just really a well is. done zombie movie. 
even though it has the cliches in it, it still ended up being the good movie. It that does it was. have some cliches and it does have some moments that I think are maybe just cultural differences between yeah, us as Americans. Yeah, it's a foreign Americans film. And, so, yeah, and so some things are going to get lost. So there are some things in there, you know, that do get lost in translation. But overall, it's a very good movie. Okay, so this is the question I had her to her when we were watching the movie. When they stopped at the first train station, this is something that I thought of. Like, they opened... I thought this is where they were, another thing was going to shit, shit hit the fan. When they got to the train station and they opened up all the doors, I thought, uh-oh. Yeah. Everything's going to come out. And they're going to get them. So I don't know. I've never been on a train like that. So I don't know if you actually have to open. Somebody has to open the doors or if they open automatically. Well, what I saw was each car had its own door, right? So the car had the door and then the vestibule area Mm -hmm. where the outside door was. Mm -hmm. So my thought was maybe all of them had their doors closed in the car and couldn't get out to the the vestibule part because like they didn't know how doors worked. So they couldn't get out those two end ones. That was my thoughts. Anyway. Well, like in the middle ones, because, you know, they they seemed like they had everybody was like in bunches on it. Yeah. So the thing is, like when they opened it, that's the one thing, because I, I remember them letting them out. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it, though, is I remember, I don't remember, I'll have to go back and watch it. But to me, the whole thing was just like, okay, if the conductor can control the opening and closing of the doors... Like, if they're going full speed down the track, just open the doors and those guys will slowly start falling. Right. The zombies will fall out. Well, I think you would still need the vestibule doors to be open. Yeah, to the actual you'd have cars. to have those other, the car doors open. Because that's one thing I started thinking. I'm like, why don't they just open the doors and let them fall out? Yeah. Movie solved, but again, that's, yeah. that's we, the, we wouldn't have two hours of yeah. Uh, yeah. super dick. Super dick. Well, that's it for us this week, Scary Nerds. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want early access to the podcast episodes or exclusive content, check out patreon.com backslash scary nerd for more. Also, don't forget to check out scarynerd.com for horror news. We'll see you next week.